What's up, listeners? That music is just symbolic of today because, once again, the United States beat England, not in war this time, in soccer, but I'll take it. Any victory over England, I was loving it on Twitter. I was going at England, like, sorry, you guys, like, suck at war and suck at soccer. Maybe not men's soccer, but women's soccer, so I'll take what I can get. But today, U.S. women's national team advanced to the FIFA World Cup Finals with a victory over the England Lionesses. I don't know. I saw it on uh, Twitter today. If you saw what I tweeted, I responded to Piers Morgan tweet about, you know, the Lionesses beating USA today. And I responded and said they have to spell cancels with three L's now because they took another L. So it was a good time. I was loving it. Great game. I'll let the pros uh, handle that discussion. But they won 2-1 today against England. They had previously beat France 2-1. So now they are playing the winner of Sweden and Netherlands, um, who play tomorrow in the final. So, um, Xavier, I know you didn't watch the game, um, but maybe just talk about the lineup change or whatever you want going into the final. Um, I wish John was on this because I feel like we, I didn't realize how much we disagree on things, but, uh, just quickly about the game. So, first off, I, I'm, I mean, surprised that Rapino didn't start. Um, I, we were, I know we were talking about this during the day-to-day. I was not happy that Christian Press was playing. Um, I thought there were other people on the bench that should have been playing over her. Um, and then, the, of course, when I looked, um, she had the first goal. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. So, uh, but then I watched the highlights of the goal, and, it, and first of all, the ball went right to her. She did nothing. And the header was so ugly. It was disgusting. She did nothing. So I, I'm happy the way she scored because it didn't make her look good at all. A um, couple of notes. I know John and I disagree on Tobin Heath, but I'm happy Tobin Heath played well. It sounds like she played really well today, so I'm happy she played well because I don't think she's been playing well all tournament. Um, I'm happy Alex Morgan got a goal. I think she's ahead now for the golden boot. Um and also, I know my younger brother and I talk about this, but I one of the things I said was if we lose the tournament, it's because of a goalie. I didn't I didn't think our goalie was that good going into the tournament, but uh, hats off to her on the PK save. Um, that was impressive. I mean, most you the chances of saving a PK are pretty slim, so um, hats off to the goalie. Um, Good for her. Happy for the U.S. Um, and I think I honestly think that was the final. I mean, I know this n- next game, but this I think was the toughest game they're gonna play. They pulled it out somehow. Um, I mean, we can't underestimate Sweden or the ne- Netherlands, but I just think England is much better than both of those teams. Um, I hope we play Sweden in the final, and I hope and I hope we beat them. But yeah, it was a. I, I'm mad I missed the game, but yeah. Yeah, t- yeah, time differences, man. Yeah. Um, Roland, 
What do you got? Uh, I'll let you go before I have a couple questions for Zay. Yeah. Um, so I only really got to watch uh, the second half. I, I watched some of the first half on my phone. Uh, I was, like, constantly updating um, Google and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, um, I, I thought it was fun. Um, Kristen Press, she scored that first goal, but she missed a huge opportunity late in the game um, where Alex Morgan was wide open and I think Tobin Heath was running in as well and she just I mean she decided to take the shot herself and it was it, so I, I mean I saw that and I almost like texted you guys about that because yeah. <laughs> I knew it would set you guys off but I, <laughs> I didn't um, but yeah so um other than that, I mean, it was a really fun game to watch. Uh, if anyone didn't watch it, uh, I definitely recommend going back and, and watching the highlights or whatever because, you know, even though I the, the U.S. defense seemed, like, really sloppy up in the middle. Got me got me nervous towards the end, especially. Like, yeah, and, and I mean, that's, like, good on England for for finding a way to try and break that down. Um, but yeah, it was, they were, England was, was putting a lot of pressure and, uh, I thought that the U.S. defense was pretty sloppy, um, later on. Um, even with a one man advantage, England got a red card in the second half and they still, like the U.S. defense still had me worried. Yeah. Um. VAR calls were good. Um, I, I, the the first one with the with the goal that was overturned. I like part of me is like it's so small. Like like it doesn't like how much of a difference does it really make? But then you know it is like offside. I wish we could have actually seen it like up close. Um, you know how how far offside because because when they put these two lines that are touching yeah. it's like okay you know and then and then seeing the second VAR was I, I like that a lot more than the first one because I don't like that the ref just like like I like that the ref actually got a chance to look at it instead of just hearing someone in the headset saying hey like that was outside and then she goes and overturns it um, yeah I, I would have liked for her to look like good I, I mean I realize it's to slow the game down so that's one of the big worries about VAR in the Premier League and and you know when they were taking it to FIFA and all that um but it's like you know if you're gonna do this stuff you know make sure that you actually take the time because that overturned a goal you know that's definitely something worth looking over versus just someone in the headset saying yeah that was offsides and right and then the ref just going with it so um yeah big stuff um, I didn't think that they were super controversial, um, but, yeah. <clears throat> um, so, for me, in response to the VARs, it's, so, it's offsides if any part of your body is in front of the last defender, right? Yeah, Zay, do, can you comment on that one? Yeah, I, I want to say yes, but I don't know the official rule on that one because I understand what you're saying like her head was her upper body was correct but her 
you could argue her feet were not. So, I was I was actually I'm just looking at it right now because I'm, I'm like I said I missed it, but I'm just. Yeah, it says. So this is um, I'll look on FIFA's official ruling. It says. I just don't want continue, I just don't want the refs to get too nitpicky with it, you know. And when it's when it's like the difference of like half an inch, that's where I feel like it gets nitpicky. Yeah. Because um, it's like there's nothing any of those defenders would have been able to do if they were if that attacker was a half inch back, you know. Right. Yeah, so, 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 so for, like, like. No, go ahead. The defenders have been able to actually defend if. Yeah, for me, depending on the official rule, like, I, I just matter that they get it right. So, like, whether, like, you have to be complete, your whole body has to be on sides or whatever, I just want the correct rule. So if the, she was offsides according to the rules, cool. I don't mind them getting it right. Um, and that's not, it's not just me being, you know, an American and rooting for U.S. You know, I just want them to get it right. As for the second one, though, the one that led to the PK, I wasn't... I didn't really like the call because the U.S. defender, she was running. She wasn't, like, trying to, like, make a foul, you know. And just her knee just ran into, uh, I think it was White's back of her leg. And it lifted her leg up. So, yeah, it impeded the play. But I I guess I don't know the rules enough to really say, like, oh, that should have been a call or not. For me, it just looked like incidental contact. And I don't know what FIFA's rule on that is. Yeah. Um, quickly, yeah, the offsides, I just looked at it, I, in my opinion, it's offsides, I would have, I think they made the right call on that, the, this other one, now, I understand what you're saying about the, what, her knee hitting her foot or leg or whatever, um, I think personally that's a really tough position for the, the referee, because, yes, it impacted her ability to make a play on the ball and potentially score a goal but then again she didn't really the defender didn't run into the the forward so whose fault is it you know but at the end of the day i was actually telling my my brother disagrees with me i would have called the pk okay he would he wouldn't have to me in such a big moment you impact the player, and she was right in front of the goal. Right. So I would have called it just because even if she didn't mean to, um, I mean, just like with handball sometimes, like it's unintentional, but sometimes they call it. So I just think um, I would have called it. I know a lot of people wouldn't have, but I would have just because of how big of a moment it was and how it impacted her to make a play on the ball. So I would have called it. I was okay with that call. So, I, I can't imagine, honestly, what would have happened if she scored on that PK and England ended up winning because Americans probably would have gone crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, for us, right, as Americans rooting for USA, it was kind of best-case scenario in the fact that, you know, the English fans can't really complain because they got a PK and then the goalie just had an amazing save. And yeah. to go off of that, I want to ask you, Zay and Roland, if you want to answer, 
do you think it came down to the fact that she just guessed the right way? Or, because, like, the commentators were just like, she read it the whole way. And I'm just like, how accurate is that? Like, from my personal experience, I just guess and flick the stick one way or another when I'm playing FIFA. So, <laughs> what, what do you say to that? Um, uh, honestly, it, it depends on the keeper. I would say most keepers guess... But I think there's some keepers that don't guess and try and just beat the shot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just yeah. go wherever the ball goes. Um, so I don't know what she was doing personally, but I would say that she didn't guess. Okay. Also, I mean, the shot itself wasn't that hard. Like, it wasn't too a post. It wasn't. It didn't have good pace. It was kind of easy. Yeah, I was going to say, just based on how the shot was, I'm going to guess that she did not guess and she just could have made the save without guessing. Anything to add, Roland? You good with that? Yeah, I, I don't know anything about goalkeeping, really. All right. Um, but yeah. The last... It was awesome, regardless. It was, yeah, it was crazy. Um, the... The last comment I had on the game was about Tobin Heath, because she had been a topic of conversation in our group text and obviously the last recording we did. Um, and I was watching because I wanted to see, like, is she bad? Zay, she was, like, flying up the wing. There were some long balls that she tracked down and showed off her wheels. She was really impressive on a couple plays that, um, I don't know if they directly led to scoring opportunities for the U.S., but they definitely created chances chances, and were a threat to score. Um, so I was impressed by her, especially this game. Um, Just so you know. Yeah, I, yeah I've, uh, I've heard that Tobin Heath looked good. And like I said before, I'm happy she looked good because I don't think she's, she's looked good all tournament. Um, but, again, I... I still wouldn't start her over some of the players on the bench. I mean, even if she did have a good game today, I just I don't think she does enough where she deserves to start on the field. And that's how I feel with Kristen Press as well. I just don't think she does enough to to be a, to be a starter on the team. So I just yeah, I know uh, I know John disagrees with me, but. I mean, I think I've realized this past few weeks that John disagreed on a lot of things <laughs> I think about the team. So I wish he was on this show because it could be entertaining. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm happy for Tobin Heath, though. Good. Um, so, yes, the final is on Sunday. Um, I'll check the time. But uh, congrats. Obviously, we want USA to win. Um, being in America, but I, I, I'm pretty calm. I don't know a lot about women's soccer, but I'm just confident in the U S cause all the stuff I was hearing, it was like the favorites were U S and France. And then England was solid. Spain is solid. And we just beat all of them. And then not to bump down the Netherlands or Sweden, but I mean, we, we just beat France. We're a deep team. So the game is Sunday at 11 AM. So not the most convenient time for all of us, but um, I know if I'm free, and I think I will be, I'm going to try to watch it um, just for America. Um, so yeah, 
In other soccer news, the USA men's won their most recent Gold Cup game, and they are playing tomorrow against Jamaica in the semifinal. All I have to say is Christian Pulisic, Pulisic, he's like amazing. Like he is so good. Just his dribbling and his passing is on point. He hasn't really been like a scorer, but he is. I'm so glad he's American and that he's like playing for USA and. Um, like, I don't know how much, how better as a whole the team is, but just to have a stud like him is just a big step up for me. Like, he makes it, makes them exciting to watch. Yeah, I, I watched that last game. Um, the, they, uh, the games before that, they looked good, but I would say, um, I did not think they looked that good this past game against what, how what country is that? Curacao. Curacao. Yeah, I just I didn't think they looked good, um, so I was a little concerned about that. Just because Jamaica's a decent team, and going into that game, I was hoping they would you know beat them by more than one nothing. So, but yeah, Pulisic's fun to watch. He's a difference maker for the U.S. So he's so young, which is good. How old is he? I think he's like twenty, right? 2021 20, or something like that. The whole team's young. Yeah. The, the guy that scored the goal, McKenney, he's good too. Yeah. But yeah, he's 20 years old. So, um, any other soccer news, guys? It's okay if no. I know, oh, the rumor I wanted to bring out was Neymar wants to return to Barcelona. I don't know... What do you guys think about that? I don't know anything about like the transfers or the loans in that kind of and like that those soccer leagues, but uh, I guess Neymar's kind of done with PSG. He wants to go back to Barcelona. I read that Ne or Messi wants him back in Barcelona, and maybe PSG is kind of done with Neymar and his like diva mentality. So that was a a signing or a rumor or a report or whatever that piqued my interest. Yeah, I, I was surprised he left to go to PSG in the first place, but uh, I'm not surprised he wants to go back. So, I don't know. We all want any thoughts? Not really. I, I don't know. Whatever. John's <laughs> all right. really the person, I mean, John's really the person that's that's big on, like, other than Premier League. My, my two things are, well, I want to get into the MLS, but uh, Premier League and the Bundesliga, okay. um, and I couldn't really tell you any big name, or I, other than some of the really big names, um, but there's just too many soccer leagues for me to follow. Somehow John does it, but he also doesn't really, he's not really an NFL fan or MLB or anything like that. It's all soccer, so. Right. That's all right. We will yeah. move on to the NBA. So free agency opened on Sunday. Uh, we'll talk about, I figure... Instead of talking about like every single move, uh, we'll just if you guys know talk about a move you liked, a move you didn't like, and then no, I'm sorry, a winner, a loser, and then a move you really liked. Um, so the big names that happened were KD and Kyrie going to the Nets, Jimmy Butler going to Miami, D'Angelo Russell going to the Warriors, Anthony Davis of course is on the Lakers. And those were the 
biggest ones I can think of, um, and perhaps the most important, Kawhi is not signed anywhere yet. Rumors are the Lakers are going to happen. I texted you guys today. Um, so, yeah, um, anyone want to go first? Any moves you particularly liked? Otherwise, I will give my winners, my losers, and a move I particularly liked. Uh, Alright, um, so a winner for me at this point has to be the Lakers. You already got Anthony Davis to waive some trade exception to get them another max slot. And the more I hear about it, um, Chris Carter is actually, when he says something about Kawhi, he actually knows what's going on. He's saying the Lakers, so if that's the case, the Lakers will have LeBron, AD, Kawhi. There's rumors that... Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies will buy out Andre Iguodala, and then he will go to the Lakers. There's rumors that if Kawhi signs with the Lakers, Danny Green will go to the Lakers. And then, you know, guys like JR or Kyle Korver will be drawn to the Lakers. I just think they are a winner right now. However, I reserve the right to change my pick if Kawhi does not sign with the Lakers. If he goes somewhere else, then the Lakers are kind of... Because they're waiting out for him to sign, they're not able to sign a Seth Curry who signed in Dallas, who's a good shooter. So they kind of need to get Kawhi. Otherwise, they're kind of stuck in limbo for a little bit. Um, Bless you. The loser for me has to be the Knicks. The Knicks got no one good. They signed Julius Randle and Taj Gibson. Um, I don't even know who else. But those are like their big guys. Julius Randle... I like him a lot. Not a star. Very similar to R.J. Barrett, who they just drafted. They traded away Porzingis in the hope that they would have KD, Kyrie, and Zion Williamson. That was their plan when they traded Kyrie. 0 for 3. And Stephen A. is visibly upset. He... <laughs> Let me pull up. I did. I forgot to like look through the saves I have, but... He was just going off in social media, visibly upset at Max Kellerman. This one's captioned, I just got finished crying. Need a few minutes to grab, gather my composure. Somehow, some way, I'm just trying to just hold it together, you know? Lifelong Nick fan. Years of mediocrity. was going to be it at least weeks ago and then you know when I was doing first take and we were in Oakland and I got word about Kyrie in Brooklyn realizing that that meant KD in Brooklyn realizing that the New York Knicks were going to go without anything 70 million dollars in cap space Porzingis gone. Porzingis can't be gone. <laughs> and we don't get KD. And we don't get Durant. Uh, and Kyrie, rather. No way. This can't happen. This can't happen. But it happened. So that's only part of it. But he he is hurting. <laughs> I cannot imagine being like a hardcore Knicks fan and going through that. First you miss Zion, then you don't get Kyrie, then you don't get Kevin Durant, and you have to wonder if the injury that the Achilles injury that he suffered has anything to do with it. 
because some reporters like Chris Broussard were saying if he wasn't injured, it would have been Knicks. Um, so I don't know why the injury changes things, but that's what he was saying. So, Knicks are my loser. Um, winner, Lakers. The move I really liked was actually the Golden State Warriors getting D'Angelo Russell. And part of it, my first thought was just like, oh, when Clay comes back, you'll have Steph, Russell, and Clay at your 1, 2, and 3. That's a pretty good lineup. You can get, you know, Russell or Steph playing on the ball, the other off the ball. You can get Draymond playing kind of point forward with Steph, D'Lo, and Clay getting shots up. But also, Colin Coward brought up the fact that um, maybe he's a trade piece towards a trade deadline, try to get a big. You know, you really, you don't have Jordan Bell anymore. They re-signed Looney, but maybe you need another big who wouldn't want a good scoring guard who's an all-star. So I think the the Warriors made a surprisingly, a surprising move, um, but I kind of like it. I think they can get kind of nasty, but I'm glad that next year, you know, you'll have the Nets will be good because KD will be back. Obviously, the Warriors will be good. The Lakers should be good. Zion will have a year under his belt. So next year, I mean, this year will be fun too, but next year will be the really, really good year. Um, And just a side note, and then I'll let you guys give your thoughts. $2.5 billion were agreed to on day one of NBA free agency. And today, the 76ers offered Ben Simmons a maximum extension worth around $170 million over four years. I don't know if I like that, just because he doesn't really shoot. Um, Maybe he works hard this offseason, but that is in the books. He has until November to agree to that. Um, So a lot lot of stuff going on um, in the NBA. A lot of money being handed out, and it's all guaranteed. So, crazy. Um, Yeah, so I guess... My winners and losers, um, you know, Brooklyn has to be my winner of yesterday. I, you know, and I feel so bad for Stephen A. Smith. I, like, I feel bad for laughing because um, I do think it's cool. I texted you guys this. I like that, like, because it seems like a lot of journalists are very, uh, feel feel they need to be really impartial or, um, and, you know, they don't really support teams like, like Colin Cowherd uh, doesn't really, he's not really a, a fan of any team. I guess he's sort of a Patriots fan, but that's only because he lived in Connecticut for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, he, like, and when you're, you deal with so much sports all the time, like I can, I can see why they wouldn't be. So I thought it was, I mean, you know. I thought that that was was cool, and there's a lot that I don't like about Stephen A. Smith, uh, but I like that. Um, that's rough. Uh, Knicks fans are are the big losers, or n- not the Knicks fans, sorry. Knicks are are the big losers um, for me. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. You can't really you know. say much more than that. I, I Yeah, you can't. I I feel for him. Um, I will say, I wish, I wish the NBA would. I mean, you're naming off all these people that are going to go to the Lakers. 
uh, if Kawhi joins. And I wish that they would. I wish that the the NBA wouldn't do that. That's one of the things that that really turns me off about the NBA is. Um, uh, was, I was watching the herd yesterday, and and he called it a soap opera. The, the NBA is a soap opera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wish that they would. It wouldn't be so top heavy. Um, like all of a sudden, the Lakers are are probably one of the favorites to win the NBA championship uh, after an abysmal year um, having LeBron. Um, so, it, I mean, it's just crazy that you can you can go out and get like like one or two big players, and then all of a sudden. You know, you're going to win the championship, uh, or you're the favorite to win the championship, uh, or you're the hot team that everybody wants to go and join. Um, you, you know, Katie going to Golden State, uh, Boogie going to Golden State, when they're already a championship caliber team. Um, that, that's one of the things that I really don't like about the NBA, and I wish that there would fix it somehow so um yeah you know memphis isn't isn't competitive um you know uh it seems like the east is super weak um you know you look at philly is a big team milwaukee will be a big team it depends on whether or not Kawhi stays with the raptors um boston's who knows what's going to happen in Boston now that Kyrie's gone uh, and that Brooklyn is up there now. And so, I mean, it's just... Did you say Milwaukee? I did say Milwaukee, okay. yeah. Um, you know, and then the West is just... It's a lot harder. Um, yeah. It is tough. Yeah, so... Uh, mine, so, you guys said... Uh, Roland, you said the Nets. I mean, I agree with that. That was going to be mine. But I think another winner is the 76ers. 76ers. Um, just because they lost Butler, but um, they didn't they get Josh Richardson from the Heat? Yes. And they got Al Horford. So, I don't know. I think that was a good move. I think they you know, replace the losing Jimmy Butler pretty well. Uh, so I was, you know, I think it's 76ers fans for losing um, Jimmy Butler. I think they did a good job to replace him. Um, but then the, uh, oh, I had another loser. Who was it? I mean, obviously the Knicks, and it's just painful. But uh, what was the other team? Uh um oh dang I was I think the Clippers are you know unless yeah no you're right unless unless they don't get Leonard I think they're losers because they missed out on all the big free agents too so yes um anything yeah so the Clippers and then let's see I, I really like like Michael said what Golden State did just being being able to keep Clay Thompson, because um, a lot of people thought that he might go somewhere else, so I think that was a good, that they were able to keep him. 
Uh, but another loser, and I people might look at this differently from me, but I think the Houston Rockets, they did nothing. Yep. And everyone in the West is, I mean, look at Golden State and then the Lakers. So Houston did nothing, which, I don't know, some people might look look at that as a good thing, but I don't think that's a good thing. So, um, but yeah, obviously I think winners are Golden State, Lakers, and Nets big time. So Yeah, I so an other winners I thought of are Portland because they got Hassan Whiteside, um, a big that can play while... Um, Nurkic gets back, so that's one. And then the Jazz, who got Mike Conley and I think Bogdanovich, so they got more shooting on their team for sure. And then, um, so the thing about Philly is that they didn't really replace uh, the shooting. So I mean, Josh Richardson, maybe he's statistically a better shooter than Jimmy Butler, but I don't. I still. I don't know if I'd rather have Jimmy, um, but just because of the locker room stuff. But also Al Horford, you know, he can shoot. But just like even going back a number of years, you know, you had Saric and some other shooters, Bellinelli. Um, you lost Redick, so they lost a ton of shooting. And in the uh, with a team that's playing Embiid and Simmons at the same time, you need as many shooters on the floor as you can. I don't know if Horford can give that to you. Harris, maybe. He might be the best one. And then Richardson, you know, I think he's a young athletic guy, so he can be okay. But because they lose, they lost Redick. I think Redick more than Jimmy Butler. I think that really hurts their team, especially now. Um, And who knows, maybe they will be the ones to trade for D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Um. so it would be it's gonna be interesting to see, um, but that's why I didn't necessarily say the Sixers. While they didn't, maybe they didn't get worse, especially considering the East definitely got worse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why I did I not. Think you could you could say that they're still the East favorites because of what happened in the East and because of what moves they made to maybe stay the same. I don't know. That's the way I looked at it because Kyrie left. Although, no, the Nets. Never mind. I forgot about the Nets. But, yeah, I mean... Okay. Yeah. But I'm glad you said Houston, because that was one of the ones that I was... I almost said that Houston's got... I mean, last time we talked, we were talking about... You said that Houston, and, you know, this year is, like, their year to win a championship if they don't do it this year. And yeah. the West is so tough now because the Lakers are competitive and all that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so yeah. they should have done something, but what what were they gonna do? I really I really think the Bucks are the favorite in the East, especially if Kawhi leaves. If Kawhi stays, then I think it's got to be the Raptors. But the Bucks, they you know they kept Kawhi or sorry they kept Giannis. Obviously, they kept Middleton. They got Lopez back. They still have Bloodsoe. They signed. Wesley Matthews, I think, who's a solid three and D guy. Um, so I think I think they got to be the favorites. Also, watch out for Danny Green to sign somewhere because he's a, another good three and D guy. He's won championships. He's a solid, you know, veteran to have on your team. So um, a lot of pieces left to fall, all centering around Kawhi, 
So we will see who he will uh, sign with. I personally think it's the Lakers. Um, and I feel like if they if he goes to the Lakers, they're gonna win, right? Especially this year, I don't know who could beat that team this year. Is there any chance he goes to the Knicks? No. No. I I they I have seventy million in cap space. I'd How be shocked. I would be shocked. How can you not go out and get someone with that much cap space? Maybe players <laughs> just don't want to play there. You know. It's the same city as Brooklyn. <laughs> but it's different it's ownership, a, right? Is it? Huh? It's different ownership. And and I think that plays a lot of it. Versus the Barclays Center. Yeah, I mean I I don't know. I I yeah I don't understand like yeah it is different ownership. That ha that has to be part of it. like it's the only explanation you know like you're right who wouldn't want to play at the Garden in New York City, um, and get like you like Julius Randle got twenty million a year. You you don't want twenty million a year unless. I guess if you're just trying to secure the bag and not really be competitive, then yeah. But, I mean, yeah. you know? Jimmy Butler wanted to go to the Heat, and he could have, you know, maybe gone to the Knicks, been the man there, but he wanted Pat Riley as opposed to uh, Dolan, I think his name is. So uh, it's got to it's gotta be him. Um Ask Stephen A. I, I bet he'd tell you Dolan, the owner. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's crazy how much money. Just to go on the Ben Simmons thing, he needs to shoot to earn that contract. Yeah, he's a game changer oh. in transition. He can get in the lane. He's big. He passes really well. It's just like, I know he's the number one pick, and I know he's talented, but if you're not making a lot of free throws even... You know, he's not the best free throw shooter for... I know he's not a point guard, but he plays point guard. He's got to shoot free throws better. And he's got to at least get something away from the rim to make him a threat. You know, he... its He's just a great player. Um, but I, I just... I think he's got to get better at shooting. Especially with... I mean, I'm not a... I'm not super close to all this, but I remember hearing that that was something he was supposed to improve on this season. You know, that last off season, it was something that, you know, it, it was clearly an issue for him and that he needed to work on. Right. So, like, like then it's a question, now it's a question of, like, is he even trying, like, putting in the effort? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, I don't really want to compare to Odell, but, like, Giants gave him this huge contract after he's, like, off in France, supposedly doing drugs and and with, with some chick in a hotel room or whatever, and then they go out and offer him this huge contract. It, I, it's not quite the same thing, but it reminds me of, like, like an effort thing. Like, how much effort is he, right. is he putting into his shot? Because, like, at this level, like, how hard can it be? Yeah. So, a good shot, you know? definitely. Um, 
Other interesting news, Bradley Beal in some trade talks with the Heat, so pairing him and Jimmy Butler could make the Heat very interesting, but, I mean, all eyes are on Kawhi. Nothing's going to happen until he decides where he wants to play, and uh, we'll move on from there. I'm just really glad, you know, there's World Cup soccer on, because I'm... I'm not into baseball like I am basketball or football. I only like watching it in person. There's just too many games. I don't know what's going on. So I'm glad the World Cup's on for now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys got anything else? Uh, I had a sports moment of the week. Yep. So last night, Josh Bell of the Pittsburgh Pirates hits hit uh, three home runs against the Cubs. And he is tearing it up, and he's in the home run derby. Um, so Josh Bell is doing some good things for the Pirates right now. So they won 18 to something yesterday against the Cubs. Jeez. So, yeah, it's just... And yeah, one of our guys had, what, five doubles or something in one game? So it was... A night for the Pirates last night. Um, we were only, what, four games back in the NL Central, so um, I'm, I'm getting my hopes up. I know I probably shouldn't, but I am. So, uh, but no, Josh Bell's been a lot of fun to watch. He's playing so well. I mean, you can tell because he's going to the home run derby, so it's just, he has so much power. It's, yeah, anyway, yeah, that was mine. Do you have one, Roland? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, my sports moment of the week would probably have to be something uh, World Cup related. Um, because other than that, I mean, I've been watching. Uh, I love it. So I'm just. I, I don't know who who all listens, but if any of you uh, don't know, I just moved to San Diego, and um. They have Padre games on TV, like, all the time. So I've been watching a lot of Padres, even though I'm a Nats fan, um, because they don't always show the Nats. So, or I've been watching, I mean, I've been watching a lot of baseball the past couple, the past week or so. Um, So, yeah, Home Run Derby is next week. Um, The Nats are, they're seven games back from Atlanta. Uh, and only only a, a game and a half, two and a half games back Philly, which uh, I think Philly and Washington are both out of the wild card contention right now. So it, it seems like uh, they're going to have to win the division if they want to they want to go to the playoffs. But that's been a pretty stressful uh, thing as a Nats fan. Um, Dang, maybe we got to get Kyle back on the pod one time to talk about baseball or something. I kind of, yeah, kind of miss Bryce Harper. Um, I know for a fact if we had him, uh, we would certainly be ahead of Philly, obviously. But I think we'd probably be winning our division. Um, so that kind of sucks. But, um, oh, uh, no, definitely not. I don't have any sports moment of the weeks related to hockey because the Sharks got fleeced yesterday. <laughs> oh. um, 
They lost Joe Pavelski, yeah. who's our captain. Uh, he signed a three-year deal uh, with the Dallas Stars. Um, and, I mean, to be honest, they didn't really have the cap space to, to afford him. But, you know, I was kind of hoping... I mean, especially with the deal he signed with Dallas, we totally could have got him back. But I guess there is it is a rumor that we're going to get Patrick Marlowe back, um, who just who just signed with Carolina. Yeah. Um, but I was, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't a huge Patrick Marlowe fan, um, other than, like, the nostalgia of it. He's just kind of, I mean, I, he's, he's about done. I don't, I, I mean, yeah, he's good, but he's not going to be, I guess he probably just brings like, like some of that veteran. Yeah. He's old though. Know, he's, yeah. It's, it's like, uh, it's like when you keep, keep around Joe Thornton and stuff, you're not keeping him around because of their talent. Or anything it's it's the chemistry and yeah. you know the leadership that they bring it's that type of thing and the sharks are all i mean they're all veterans it's like it's an old team uh you know that was one of the things that was super exciting about our, the eric carlson signing was he's only 28 um although he's very injury prone and it might be a bad deal if he never gets better but he's young, and that's that's one of those things. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, for me, my favorite moment of the week was just watching Pulisic just kind of weave through Curacao's defense. He's just kind of super good with the ball. Um, so that's where we'll end the pod. If you want to watch some sports, the Wimbledon is on. I watched the Roger Federer match today. It's pretty entertaining. Um, yeah. Solely, solely for the fact that like he's like the best, one of the best. So like to watch him yeah. just take care of business is pretty impressive. Um, I love tennis. Yeah, I love watching it. I like watching Federer. I like Federer because he doesn't like groan or grunt every time he hits the ball, so it doesn't get annoying like with Nadal. So I like yeah. Federer a lot. Um, we got men's gold cup tomorrow. We got USA finals on Sunday. We'll keep you up to date when Kawhi signs, and then before you know it, football will be back. And training camp, tra- hard knocks. We'll have a lot to talk about. So uh, thank you for listening. Once again, England got handed to by the USA. So what a surprise there! Shout out Alex Morgan drinking tea in their celebration, and. Hopefully John will be back next time so we can talk about more soccer with Zay and we will catch you then. Post final. Yeah, it will be post final. So hopefully we will return to you as representatives of the international World Cup champions. Yeah, I was gonna say, do we even need to make picks or are we good here? It's USA. Who's gonna who's gonna get third place? Let's do picks for for uh, this this next game. Well, we can't. Sweden, Sweden, Netherlands? I don't know either of them. (laughs) I'll say Sweden. It'll be a Sweden USA final. I'm going Netherlands. Okay. I don't even. And then I'll say England, Philippines.
comes in third. Yeah, I think England will come in third. I don't know the other two teams enough to pick that game, but I think England will come in third, and the U.S. will come in first, and that's what matters. So we got a memo, and we will see you next time.